0: Yeah, they calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Hey, yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls, with their winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They call me controversial. They call me controversial. They call me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. yeah telling the truth is controversial.
1: Welcome to the Matt Buff show. great to have you with us. Check out the Buffshow.com for past interviews and check us out on your favorite podcast Spotify, iTunes, Pandora. Amazon, just anywhere you like downloading podcasts, we're still there, even though we got a message from YouTube today that our channel was blocked again for a video we did eight months ago. <laughs> what they do is when we get out of YouTube jail, they scour the page, even though we're getting new subscribers on there, they scour the page to find a video they don't like and put the band back on. We haven't been able to upload a video to YouTube in about a month. and then we upload one and they go find another video that they don't like and ban the account again so check us out on rumble for sure the matt buff show on rumble just do a search for matt buff or the buff show it's coming up right there for you on rumble and of course check us out on the patriot podcast network on roku tv go to visit uh, mypatriotcigars.com Premium handmade cigars out of Nicaragua, where also a lot of uh, illegals are pouring in from. But there's a good part of Nicaragua that makes awesome cigars with 100% long filter tobacco aged at least three years to give you the best smoke possible. 15% off with promo code BUFF and free shipping on orders over $100. Now, every box of cigars you get comes with a $10 uh, e-gift card for your next purchase, so you're always saving and you're enjoying the best cigars on the planet. So visit MyPatriotCigars.com into that promo code BUFF. Also, MyPillow.com, check out the new sheets that Mike Lindell has. Not the sheets that are on the prison bed the liberals want to lock him up with, but the sheets that go on your bed to give you the best night's sleep. Promo code BUFF, up to 66% off. And help Mike Lindell. Liberals all over celebrating the fact that he was uh, detained at a Hardee's and they took his phone. That wasn't far enough. They want everybody locked up, every MAGA supporter in the country locked up, or killed, or dealt with harshly, or thrown under the jail with the J6 tribunal. They want all that happening. wonder if you heard the name Shannon Brandt yet. Shannon Brandt, 41 years old kills an 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingson because he was a MAGA supporter, because of his conservative views. 41-year-old Shannon Brant admitted to it, ran him over with his truck. This is in North Dakota. Brant called 911 after fleeing the accident, telling the dispatcher that Ellingson was part of a Republican extremist group, apparently Brandt was just following order. Much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. So there's Brandt doing, a, um, doing Joe Biden's bidding by saying, we will deal with the threat. We've heard politicians say we have to kill and destroy the MAGA movement. Joe Biden says they're a threat to our democracy. So the left-wing nuts, the crazy left-wing nuts, take it into their own hands. 18-year-old was killed. 18 years old. Kyler Ellingson. Kayler Ellingson, 18. He was in a street party, just having a good time. And he gets targeted targeted by this homegrown terrorist. And I want to know, it'd be cool to take an account of all the criminals in the country who commit crimes against other people. Let's see what their political views are. Right? Let's take a gander at their voting history. What percentage do you think? Of the violent criminals in America are registered Democrats. They always say white supremacy is the biggest threat with zero evidence. A white liberal, which you probably didn't see this on CNN, maybe a blurb on foxnews.com. Good for them for saying this. We know talk radio is talking about it today. I heard Mike Gallagher this morning on this on our station in Orlando talking about it. But uh, the following orders from the left, just ask Bernie Sanders supporters. Just ask Steve Scalise how he feels about Bernie Sanders supporters following orders with hateful record uh, rhetoric from the Bernie Sanders campaign where they personally attack a group of voters. There goes a gun. Loaded up to the nines with ammo to take out Republicans on a baseball field, nearly killing Steve Scalise. And now a name that will disappear from your memory quickly, unfortunately, Kyler Ellingson in North Dakota. And here's the kicker. Here's the horrible news. 41-year-old Shannon Brandt this morning, was released on bond after killing 18-year-old Kaler. After killing him in cold blood, because of his political beliefs, he was a street at a street dance in McHenry, North Dakota. The teen was attending a street dance. Being a teen, just being a kid, going to a street dance in sleepy McHenry, North Dakota. And 41-year-old Shannon Brandt admitted to it. He called 911 after fleeing the accident, telling the dispatcher that Ellingson was part of a Republican extremist group. And according to the affidavit, Ellingson called his mom and said he was being chased by Brandt and needed help. And Brandt confessed to killing 18-year-old Ellingson because of his politics. Here's a picture of the victim right here. Unbelievable. The murder of Kyler Ellingson came weeks, two weeks, two weeks after Joe Biden's demonic red speech in Philadelphia, where he declared war against Republicans, conservatives, patriots, and Donald Trump. Much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. So if somebody's threatening the very foundations of your republic, Shannon Brandt answered the call and took out an 18-year-old kid because he was a threat to democracy. Not only does this radical, murderous leftist admit it, he was released back into the streets to do Joe Biden's bidding some more on a $50,000 bond after killing an 18-year-old kid. And they talk about the MAGA Republicans being a threat to democracy. The will of the people needs to be heard loud and clear this November. Change needs to happen before more Republicans, like 18-year-old Kyler, lose their lives to radical leftists. We need to get the spirit of America back, the okay to de- debate and defend your positions, and... These politicians that are openly threatening large-scale groups of voters, they need to be dealt with legally. We don't advocate for murder of anyone. We always talk politics on the show and talk about voting, holding people accountable through the legal process, and doing it the right way, and stopping witch hunts on people that did nothing wrong and holding people accountable that are doing something wrong. This war on people that attended a protest or even didn't attend a protest on January 6th, this war on people who believe in self-defense like Kyle Rittenhouse, the people that question the election of 2020 have the right to question and look at evidence when it comes to the election of 2020. We have the right to do that, and we have the right to talk to people that do that. They put a war on us, and it is us versus them. But instead of violence, we use our voice. Instead of attacking people and beating them down in the streets we talk about it on shows we lobby politicians and we expect a lot out of our candidates to get the job done based on policy and the law in america we do it the right way boy if a maga person in north dakota ran over an 18 year old liberal that's the only story you'd be hearing all over the news today but not for this kid Because on Twitter and a lot of other places, they think 18-year-old Kaler Ellison got what he deserved. These people are sick and they're evil. And they're not just doing it through murder. We talk about this case because it's a murder case. But they want to teach your kids pornography. They want to turn your kids into sexual deviants. They want to do all kinds of evil in the schools on paper as well. We're gonna deal with that with Sharice Trump right here on the Matt Buff Show. Coming up next. Rest in peace, Kayler Ellingson. And Joe Biden, your rhetoric is directly, directly responsible. much of what's happening in our country today is not normal.
2: Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic.
1: We will be right back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us.
2: Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant at an Irish pub in Lake Mary. Happy hours every day of the week and all day Sunday. One dollar off drafts and house wines. Two dollars off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Tonight, live music. Tomorrow, it's Taco Tuesday on Thursdays. Live music and specials all night on tacos, tequila, and margaritas. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings, luncheons, and parties. Mention the Buff Show and get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's restaurant and Irish pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com.
1: Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show.
3: Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more.
1: Welcome back to the Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us. We've been talking about Title IX changes that are coming down. Public comment has ended, but uh, speech first has been on the case. I mean, it's just ridiculous. They want to put pronouns in there. Oh, I'm he, him this week. Next week, I'm cat. Or the Next week, I'm lying. Next week, I'm, no, I'm going to sue you. That's what my pronoun is. I'm going to sue you because everybody is going to be passing litigation like crazy. I don't know, Sharice Trump, am I onto something here?
4: You certainly are. So universities already had the propensity to want to shut down speech. Now they're going to have the federal mandate to do so. So what's going to happen is now that gender identity has been added as a protected class and the Biden administration has also wanted to remove the very strict standard scrutiny for what is actually considered harassment when it comes to speech. Now that they're removing that standard, it is going to leave students in a position where they can report one another for and their professors as well for title nine sexual harassment claims if they do not use pronouns or affirm one another's gender so this is a serious concern because this university will actually have the federal mandate to follow through with these which leads these types of claims lead to expulsion suspension whenever a student is accused of sexual harassment oftentimes they are told to leave campus until everything has been investigated so we know that the due process system is already really bungled right here and now this is just going to add fuel to the fire
1: yes it is and it's just ridiculous I want to highlight a couple of things too that uh Sharice just covered but to have their speech aligned with campus orthodoxy which is that the overwhelming majority of schools is far left and progressive so if you don't fall in line like a good little pink floyd conveyor belt kid There is serious consequences coming down, and that includes the pronouns and gender identity stuff. Now, you guys put a proposal in, not a proposal, but I'm sorry, public comment in before the deadline for public comment. We have the whole PDF here, and I want to post it too, but it is from speech uh, first directly to Secretary Cardona. I mean, have you ever heard this guy talks? He should be on a kid's TV show.
4: Yeah, so we submitted comments with the public comments section, uh, where which was closed around September 12th. You know, it's so interesting with the comments as well. I want to make a, a quick side point here. Earlier on, it showed that there were almost 350,000 public comments submitted. There was a lot of movement on the right to motivate parents to write in and motivate you know, students to write in about issues that they are worried that will not be covered by this policy. And what ended up happening is after the comment section closed, it actually dropped down. And 160,000 comments just kind of suddenly disappeared, and they built wow. it up as like some sort of clerical error. So now we're not really sure because there's such a serious lack of transparency in this administration. We are not sure, you know, how many comments were actually submitted. Oftentimes, you know, administrations will try to wait till the very last minute to release all the public comments that are negative against the policy and proposed rules because they know it will make them look bad. So we're kind of wondering what's going on here. What are they finagling on purpose? And yes, we submitted our comments before the deadline, and we encouraged all of our members to do so as well. And, you know, this is something that we outline all the legal precedent for this, all the the actual history of, you know, why free speech is important on college campuses, how this is going to lead to viewpoint-based regulations on campus, and how this is going to lead to compelled speech, which is fundamentally unconstitutional.
1: You guys cited, number one, free speech is critically important to college campuses. Once again, Tommy Lauren just got shut down on a college campus, so they don't want free speech, but that was your number one highlight that we are, even as a college student, protected by the First Amendment.
4: (laughs) Right, absolutely. And the biggest concern here is a lot of folks understand that the First Amendment protects your right to say whatever you want and kind of express your opinions and your ideas, but what they also forget is that it also protects your right to not say what you don't believe in. And so that is something when we're talking about compelled speech here, being forced to use a pronoun, being forced to affirm someone's I- gender identity against your religious beliefs or your your political or social beliefs. This is something that is very serious. And we're seeing we've seen it happen in Canada for years now. That it's been a federal law where, you, you know, it's against the law if you don't use someone's pronoun and you can actually be imprisoned if you don't pay the fines. So. We're we're not far from that type of scenario here if this if these rules get implemented.
1: They want to take the word harassment and make it very, very broad. Harassment includes hurting someone's feelings now. Mm-hmm. Sticks and stones, Sharice.
4: Yeah, students. uh, This is very concerning for the future generations, because if they think if they grow up thinking that it's okay to report people for just merely offending you rather than trying to debate them or have a discussion with them or understand their perspective, and they just rather would shut them down with a federal policy, that's very dangerous because these students will eventually be leaders in the country. They're going to get jobs. They're going to enter the corporate world. They're going to enter the tech world. Right. And they're going to enter the medical field. And what are the habits that they're going to bring with them when they exit campus?
1: it's going to be absolute madness and there's going to be some students that will be locked up just like a january sixer with no due process that's what we're going to see and uh you can tell because you said a lot of these comments and last time you're on the show we encouraged everybody to go there to write comments and people all over the country did which is great but it seems like they're gonna try to hide this. So what's next for um, speech first? What are you gonna do to not only follow up, but make sure you can do everything in your power not to make this implementation happen?
4: Yeah, that's a really great point. And in addition to submitting comments, we actually met with members of the Department of Education and Office of Civil Rights to talk to them about the legal precedent that they're trying to cross here, that they're, that they're trying to go against. And we let them know, just FYI, this will probably lead to some lawsuits. And you know, it, that's that's kind of a given, but we wanted them to know that there is a precedent here. And we've actually won lawsuits, at, like for example, against the University of Central Florida in the 11th Circuit on their discriminatory harassment policy, which violated students' free speech rights. And he says, so there is a precedent precedent here and it's current it's not some old precedent you know this is something that judges are ruling on today and so this is something we let them know and you know so we're preparing ourselves for situations where you know students are going to get reported because we're thinking the rules will probably we uh, implemented, my guess is, around next summer, late spring, early summer. And so we have all that time to kind of prepare. What's the next steps? What are we going to do? We're working with our coalition partners at DFI and SAVE, and they're doing great work as well. And this is something that, you know, there are like 50 different organizations that are working on a coalition aspect of Title IX, and we're all working to like figure out what are the next steps here? What are, you know, is there any litigation potential? Is there any, uh, is there any legislation potential doing model legislation for, for folks at the state level? But I'll tell you right now, this is something that people are very aware of. We're trying to hit the media as hard as possible to get the public aware of it because everyone needs to be prepared. They need to be ready uh, for what's about to come down the pipeline.
1: Are you getting mainstream media pickup on this yet?
4: Yeah, there is some, you know, with the, with these really convoluted and complex legal questions, you do see less interest by the mainstream media. And that's because it's difficult to explain to the public. It's difficult to make sexy and interesting. So therefore, you know, you're not going to get some of these like legacy uh, channels picking it up, which is unfortunate because it is such a big deal. And, you know, they'll pick it up once it's implemented, which is unfortunate because it would have been great if they had done it before the rule, the, the comment section had closed. Um, but it is important that it, the public is aware of this will lead to compelled speech that, you know, if you think the gender pronoun stuff is bad right now? Wait till, you know, the fed- again, wait till schools have a federal mandate to enforce it. And, you know, thinking forward as well, hopefully, you know, Congress, you know, they, they have the ability to challenge this rule. You know, this is something that was not congressionally approved. This is something the Biden administration did on their own. Congress will have the ability to challenge this rule next year as well.
1: We have a congressperson candidate coming on the show. I'm going to ask him the direct question about this for we sure. Heard. How can people help out?
4: Yeah, go to speechfirst.org and, you know, sign up to become members, stay up to date on what we're doing. You'll get our emails on Title IX and all the other free speech battles on campus that we're doing, but you can also click donate to support us and help it encourage our efforts.
1: Well, there's a lot of legal costs for what you guys are doing, and we know this is probably going to head not only to Congress, but probably the Supreme Court, right, Cherise?
4: Yeah, oh, almost certainly.
1: Okay, very good. Keep up the great work. Let's stay in contact as this case progresses. And, uh, It's just really strange when you said at the beginning of the show how all of a sudden comments just starting uh, to disappear. It just seems just so typical of this regime. Hiding hiding speech about a case about free speech. Pretty (laughs) remarkable.
4: Yeah, yeah, they have no shame.
1: (laughs) No shame at all. That's a good way to sum it up. Sharice Trump, thank you so much for joining us on the show.
4: Happy to be here.
1: We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. Stay up on this case. Go to thebuffshow.com slash Therese Trump and see all the documentation we're talking about. We'll be right back. You stay with us. Hey, Matt Buff from the Buff Show. I love being in the middle of nowhere with the family. Problem is, I can't get any service out here. I wish there was a better solution. Maybe like a satellite phone or something. Let me head back to the office and check this out. All right, let's check this out. Satellitephonestore.com. Oh, look at this. Very cool. Do I need a satellite phone? Well, it says satellite phones provide voice, SMS, and data services anywhere on the earth. And you don't have to rely on cell phone networks. Very cool. Satellite phones work everywhere when you're outside. All right, what's this? Why do I need a satellite terminal? With one of these devices, you can stay in communication without a dedicated satellite phone. Better yet, yeah, you can text, call, and depending on the device, use all your favorite smartphone apps too. Hey, what's this bivy stuff? The new Bivvy Stick is the smallest and simplest to use iridium global satellite communications and tracking device in the world. Wow, the smallest and most simple satellite communication device weighs just 100 grams, about half the weight of your cell phone. Look at this, one to three days delivery, very cool. Call 941-841-0844. I will do that, 941-841-0844. Visit satellitephonestore.com for special offers or you can visit sat1234.com
0: and mention the Buff Show. 941-841-0844. Welcome to the
1: Mabuff Show. Great to have you guys rolling along with us. We just had Sharice Trump on talking about Title IX and what we can do about it. We need a lot of good conservative candidates. The liberals call them ultra-maga. Thanks for that. Now the t-shirts are selling. Oh, they're the MAGA candidates. Yeah, they want to make America great again. Oh, my God, what a crime. What are we going to do? Yes, we need mega candidates. We don't need empty suits. And we definitely need, don't need Democrats like Darren Soto. We don't need any Democrats in power anymore anyway. They've all
5: moved far to the left, but Darren Soto's going down, right, Scotty Moore? He, he's going down. You're absolutely right. And the reason why is because he votes 100% of the time with Nancy Pelosi. And look at what it's gotten us. It's gotten a tax on the family and everything. You're absolutely right. Matt, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, yeah, I'm glad to be on my own show. I appreciate it, Scotty. <laughs> Well, thank you for allowing me to be on the show, and I'm glad yeah. that you're here, and I'm glad that you're here.
1: Yeah, I love it, man. It's so good. Scotty Moore, everybody, candidate for District 9 in Congress, congressional seat here in Florida. So, Scotty, real quick, Title 9 uh, they're proposing some heavy changes, and I promised Cherise Trump that I would ask from uh, Speech First. I, I promise I would ask every candidate. The mainstream media isn't covering it. The changes are, include uh, gender studies. Um, the changes include you cannot make fun of somebody who has a pronoun change. Um, they're really cha- changing the term harassment. If you yeah. talk to anybody about being a cat, they're going to come after you. And the the freedom of speech is really under attack here. Scotty Nine, how do you protect? Uh, Scotty Moore, sorry, Scotty Scotty
5: Moore, how do you protect Title Nine when you get into Congress? Well, you protect it with being strong and staying and staying consistent and part of that is is there are two genders uh, a natural male and a natural female i'm not talking about how you identify i'm talking about what your sex is at birth and common sense that is what we need by the way that is what the majority and i'm talking about a significant majority of americans want what we're hearing is is a ton of an agenda being pushed a radical agenda onto the american people and it is not what we want, it's not what we need, and it's destroying America. We, well, we don't need our thought police. People coming in and changing the way we think and, and overruling our constitutional freedoms that we have, by the way. This is dangerous and it is towards destruction. And so the choice could not be clear between me and my opponent and really the radical left. They're trying to destroy America, take us down a path of destruction or not. We need change, change is so fundamental changes on the ballot this november
1: yes it is scotty moore
5: check it out man everybody go to his website what's the website scotty scotty moore for congress.com that's scotty with the Y. you can see the signs in the back here m-o-o-r-e scotty moore for congress.com give you can donate you can be a part of it we got our social medias up there we're, we're pumping out videos all the time join with the movement we need to give
1: power back to Congress, What uh, a good Congress, too. What is happening with Title IX, just like they did with the vaccine mandates, they're going around Congress. T- Title IX was signed into law and passed by Congress. you got to get the power back in Congress to get these EOs at, that are out of control done
5: with. Yeah. So what we're seeing is an administrative state out of control on on every level, whether it's the IRS coming, 87,000 new IRS agents coming after you, whether it's the DOJ really kind of labeling domestic terrorists, parents, domestic terrorists, and all the above. You got the CDC, by the way, that happened to me, right? Overreaching, you got Fauci lied and people died happening right now. And, you know, you got West 2 silencing my voice, Even though the governor signed into law and what we have here is is a complete overreach, we have an administrative state. And by the way, woke corporate America going out of control and limiting us, attacking us, and, and it must stop. We need good leadership. And by the way, one of the rules, one of the charges, one of the responsibilities of Congress is oversight. We have to make sure that our country does not get too far out of control. We need checks and balances. And what good is it to have checks and balances? if we do not employ and use those in when they're needed, we must bring things back into order.
1: Scotty, you just mentioned West 2 News. Uh, the whole cabal is against you and against Republican candidates, and the media is still in the tank and colluding with the Democrats. We know the FBI did it with Facebook here on a local level, right here in Florida in District 9. Scotty, you were supposed to have a debate with Darren Soto, and they pulled the old you're not vaccinated card, and they did it, Politically, they did it knowing that the Democrat was probably triple boosted and they did it as a way to stop Darren Soto from having to face
5: you. Talk about what happened there at West 2 News. Yeah, it, it was it was shocking. It's appalling. The fact that we're in September of 2022 and this is still happening. It felt like we were in 2020 once again. And thankfully, we live in a great state of Florida with great leadership that has already pushed forward. Yet you still have corporations ignoring that and, and really silencing voices of americans and one of the things that it's so important that we as americans never forget is what they are trying to do to us look at the economy right now are we better off than we were two years ago no are we safer than we were two years ago no why because they're trying to defund the police are we heading in the right direction no look at what they did to our businesses they shut down the businesses if it weren't for governor DeSantis opening them back up We have a $22 billion surplus because of his leadership, yet they're trying to shut it down. Look what they're doing at schools. They forced us to wear masks. We cannot forget. And that's what West 2 News is trying to do. It did to to, to me. I could not stay in the building. In fact, they said, hey, because you're unvaccinated, you need to leave. We have a corporate policy. You cannot be in the building. And so it is very important that your listeners, that everyone around the country knows what happened and fights back because this could happen to you. This has happened to Americans. And this is why we need change.
1: We need drastic change. And I think a lot of people are seeing it. We got Carrie Lake in uh, Arizona, J.D. Vance, Scotty Moore, Corey Mills, Cal Wimbish. We got so many great candidates on our side. Hey, RNC, you need to help all the candidates that are going after a Democrat seat. We need to flip these seats red. If the RNC is listening and I've gotten emails, I've gotten emails from you guys. Get on the ball and financially support. Scotty, how can people give money and and donate and donate some
5: time too? You know, the RNC, the NRCC, they have no problem asking for money. They have no problem saying they're going to help, but then they're not helping the candidates that have a real shot. We've got a shot here. We're not asking for millions upon millions. Give us some help. Get behind us. You can see the pulse in the ground. We've got the momentum. Darren Soto is a no-show. He's not showing up in the community. He's not been helping out. Voting 100% of the time with Nancy Pelosi, that's what it's gotten us. You need the help. I need your help. Jump on to scottymoreforcongress.com, Scotty with a Y. Join with us in this fight to save America. We have got to flip this seat from blue to red. We've got to take back the House, my friends. Firing Nancy Pelosi is essential so that we can help save America. That's what I plan on doing, protecting families, protecting your kids, protecting parents' rights, but I need your help. Jump onto to for Congress.com. You can donate and you can be a part of the social media. Help spread the word. Let's do this together.
1: Scotty, thanks for joining us. Well said, my friend. Awesome. Thank you so much, Matt. All right. You guys check out Buff The Buff slash Scotty Moore. All the links are right there. And also Scotty Moore for Congress. Scotty with a Y. The Buff Show, you might notice he we've been with him since the beginning, guys. We are going to flip this seat. Darren Soto. No wonder they made, they made Scotty drive down there and then tell him, no, you can't come in because you're not vaccinated. It's none of your damn business people. And it is against Florida law. So there you go. We'll be back on the map of show. You'll with us.
5: Cost of living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com.
1: A boring website can make your company look really bad. <sighs> Poor rankings on Google, Yahoo, and Bing means your company does not exist to thousands of monthly searchers. I'm not even on the front page. Come out of hiding with JJC Marketing Solutions and get found to more and more new customers every day. At JJC Marketing Solutions, they offer state-of-the-art website creation, Google SEO, PPC campaigns, and social media marketing that makes your company stand out. Get better results. Call 321 765 or visit them at jjcmarketingsolutions.com.
2: I'm
0: somebody now! JJC
2: Marketing Solutions. are engraving and more. Mention The Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000, 407-309-3000, and at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Tactical. Tactical.
1: You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts, about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no-cost, no-obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us. And my, these liberal reporters everywhere are going insane. They're laying cover for Joe Biden and his regime. They're talking uh, all kinds of violence like, hey, conservatives, they just want civil war. I don't know. Maybe it's you who wants a civil war, depending on what they're identifying as today. Eddie Scary joins us on the Buff Show hotline. Federalist author and uh, columnist, Eddie, welcome to the Buff Show.
3: Great to have you. Hello, happy to be here.
1: Oh, it's great to have you. Um, now, you had a little battle going on with one Washington Post, Ruth Marcus, um, just recently pretended to be a Jew. Now she pretends to be a brave victim. One of the liberals' favorite tricks.
3: <laughs> uh, I don't know that I had heard about um, the Jewish thing, though, I, though I, I don't doubt it for a second. I know that when this whole thing started um, with her, this back and forth I had with her, if you want to call it that. I know that when I had friends weighing in on this and, and colleagues and even um, a private conversation I had with Tucker Carlson, she, the, the guess was that immediately what she was going to say, with, say to me was that I was being anti-Semitic um, when I compared her to the beloved uh, children's, um, children's Illustrated book.
1: Ah, uh, Strega Nona. <laughs> yeah, I see the article here. We're gonna post this on thebuffshow.com. You say Ruth Marcus is not brave. She's not a victim. She's a narcissist, a nag, a drama queen, and a Strega Nona lookalike. Who is Strega Nona, first of all?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm surprised you don't know, but I would I would bet that many of your your listeners know. Um, Strega Nona, and by the way, this this reference to her was something I made in a previous piece. It had nothing to do with me talking. I didn't have an entire piece at the Federalist about how this Washington Post writer resembles this um, this character from a child from a popular children's book. Um, but just so, some background: Strega Nona was. I remember growing up. The book is actually created, I think, in the '70s. Um, I can't remember the author's name, but it's this um, Italian witch um, from you know some some bygone era who had this magic pot of pasta that just created endless pasta. And there's this helper of hers who actually gets in, in some trouble trying to bring this magic to the rest of the town. Um, and, and it's just like an, a cute, um, funny little kid's book about Stregonona, And there ended up being a series about it. But she's this kind of this lumpy, lumpy figure um, cuddly looking, but just <laughs> lumpy figure. And oftentimes when I see people in the media, whether it's on TV or just their pictures and newspapers, I, I sometimes think of something like, Oh, what does that remind me of? And I just happened to think of Stregonona when I was referencing actually something about political violence that, um, Ruth Marcus had written. Um, I was referencing that piece, but I just happened to sit, call her the Washington post Stregonona lookalike. <laughs> and what was so funny was afterwards, she then, um, Direct messages me on Twitter, emails me um, emails my former uh, one of my former colleagues to make sure I got the note uh, and then she writes a whole piece about um the sexism and ageism that women have to tolerate, all based on me calling her Strigan.
1: <laughs> yeah that 's right I, I see the article that she wrote. I usually ignore the sexism and ageism directed at me now i 'm calling it out so by saying you, you you do look and I see the book here by tommy uh Tommy Paola. Striganona Nona does it again. Well, it looks like Ruth did it again. Um, she does look <laughs> strikingly similar to the juggling oranges lady on the front of the book there.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's um, it's just funny that the point she was making, or pretending to make, that she's not going to ignore the sexism and ageism, and she's gonna she's gonna stand up for herself and all women. Um, Really, I I think that, um, one, there there are bigger fish to fry, or you would think there are bigger fish to fry than being compared to streganona. I think it was an odd odd tactic to let everyone know that that's who you resemble, (laughs) because I imagine that everyone who saw it um, cannot get that image out of their mind now. Um, but secondly, and I say and I think the, the point that you were getting at the, at the top of this, of the top, top of the segment was that the left Democrats, liberals in the media. They love doing this. They love pretending that they're brave, um, th- that someone's trying to oppress them and they're bravely fighting back. They're fighting against some injustice. No, no, no. What she's doing is actually oppressing somebody. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> victim here. If, if I ever wanted to claim it, I would be the victim here. She sends she sticks all of her. All of her friends in the national press, every blue checked on Twitter, decides they want to attack me. Um, this one lesbian from the, the from the New York Times, um, I think her name is Kara Swisher. She she even put a, an actual threat on Twitter that said something like, "I hope that um, Eddie Scary comes to the the lesbian side of the Strega Nona neighborhood and where everything's a lot gnarlier," or something like that. I tried to alert Twitter support. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought that, I thought that would be funny, but no, no, no. She then sticks all of her friends, everyone who has. Uh, cumulatively, vastly larger than any of my Twitter followers, anyone at, at the Federalist. Um, and they think that, well, she's the brave one, and she's actually the one who was, who was victimized here, but she's standing up. No, this is, this is the way they do things now. It's getting very, very old.
1: Well, you can go through her past columns and talk about the way she talks about MAGA and Republicans and everything else, and those aren't kind words either, but nobody's sitting there going, oh, man, I'm butt hurt because of you.
3: Oh, right, and t- totally led the charge um, against Brett Kavanaugh. And yes. that w- that is, you know, she wasn't attacking some powerful figure. She had the entire uh, national media on her side. She had um, all of Hollywood, the, the entire Me Too culture, which was raging at the time, if you remember. Um, all of them were attacking this man uh, based on a complete rumor, unsubstantiated rumor. In fact, all the evidence was going the opposite way, but she was the one pushing... That um that angry that angry movement to attack this man and and drag his reputation through the mud. She also probably, and weirdly, um, is the kind of person who writes about how if she, if one of her she has two daughters. She wrote about how if one of her children had if she had known that they had Down syndrome, she would have she would have readily aborted them. Oh, <laughs> I I mean, bet the admit,
1: kids feel good about that,
3: right? To admit <laughs> something like that in public. This is not this is not some sweet lady. In fact, I think I owe an apology to stregonona. <laughs>
1: yeah no kidding um that's what they do though we we make fun of somebody and you know last time I checked Eddie it's still legal to make fun of somebody sticks and stones my friend
3: right and with such a um again I, I I I think that the comparison is not a flattering one just on on physical terms but I think what made it so funny and what struck struck such a nerve is that this is such a cute book and people know that book. And every, like, I shouldn't say everyone because you didn't know who it was. but, but Most people, people
1: do, though. Most people
3: do. Yeah, people know that book and they have probably <laughs> fond memories about it. Um, but <laughs> so she's getting angry about it and finds it to be such an attack. I think that's what, that's what made it so funny. I think that's what rubbed her and her friends such a, in such a wrong way.
1: <laughs> Where did this stem from? You were writing a piece about something she said. Where did this all stem from?
3: Uh, well I think that you know I think that this, this this was during the time that Biden was giving his speech about um you know the the MAGA Republican and what a threat the the MAGA Republicans are the ultra MAGA or whatever corny phrase he's using now and Lindsey Graham had gone on TV and um had said that you know the, this atmosphere that the that, that the Biden administration is creating with you know pro- and, and also Democrats in Congress with prosecuting legally prosecuting their political enemies Um, I think he said that this is, we could likely see some violence here or this could really go, I forget what his remarks were exactly, but he was saying that this is, it's basically dangerous territory. I and probably anyone else who's been paying attention has made the same observation countless times. Um, But Ruth Marcus and and others in the national press were, were, were saying, oh, well, that's a threat. He's threatening violence. Well, no, he's predicting what could possibly happen um, and I think that that is no different than what we lived through all of 2020 th- and, and probably through today. From the left, though, we know how they play this game. They're very open about it. If things don't go their way, there is going to be a hostage situation here to ensure that it doesn't. That's what the 2020 election was. You had every single city on fire, the vandalism, the violence, the, um, all of the unrest, the destruction of pr- public and private property. Um, all, and I, I, if you live in a big city, I'm in Washington, D.C., the boards of the the storefront boarding the storefronts, all of that um that that had come down after you know as the george floyd fiery but mostly peaceful protests calmed down um but just before the election in every major city those boards had to go back up for every storefront in downtown in major cities why that was not in anticipation of a biden victory that was an anticipation of what happened if there was a Trump victory, because they know exactly. And I'm telling you, they're not Trump supporters running around Washington D.C. Uh, they, everyone knows. Everyone who runs these places knows exactly how how the Democratic voters will respond if things don't go their way. We saw it, I think, most recently with um, this this uh, the Supreme Court decision on abortion. Uh, this you had everyone coming out saying, "Well, I think it's time for." um for maybe a little political unrest maybe it is time for for things to get a little rough rough out there you might even have someone who um threatens to assassinate a sitting supreme court justice that's all supposed to be normal coming from their side and so when you have lindsey graham who comes out and says uh things that they're they're treading on very delicate territory um it's, it's it's pretty rich for people like ruth marcus and others to come out and say oh well that's a threat well, no, I think you created this environment. They're the ones who did this. They started it and they keep it going, but it's supposed to be acceptable when it comes from their side. Well, no, this isn't, this isn't a country. And I think that's the observation that Lindsey Graham was making. This isn't going to be a country where only their side gets to intimidate and threaten political violence for things not going their way.
1: Well, that's exactly how they want it. They want to play it. And I'm so glad you brought up the boarding up of the 2020 election. <laughs> they, they, I remember seeing all the reports about that in Washington and everywhere else people were putting it up because the left was going to revolt if Trump won. So they, instead they steal it and everybody's peaceful about it. And then if you say they stole it, they get onto you for that too. And men uh, put a tribunal up and then have you arrested and thrown under the jail. It's our way or it's under the jail now, Eddie.
3: No, exactly, because you had a, a very, very minor. Um, I think that this needs to be something that um, that our side gets a little more comfortable saying that the country and it, the country is lucky that January six was as tame as it was, because it could have been a lot worse. It can get a lot worse when you start do, using uh, the full weight of the Justice Department to prosecute your legal or your uh, your political enemies. You are in, in new and very dangerous territory. And again, this I think I think January 6 should have been a wake up call. It appears, that message appears not to have reached the left. Um, that should have been a wake up call that this isn't. We're not going to live in this country where your your side any kind of political violence is completely justified and necessary, and we're all supposed to live with it, and we're the ones who get prosecuted if we if we even step out of line.
1: Well, I like how you brought up the big red speech by Biden, uh, Biden in Red Square speech where he said, uh, hey, 80 million or 75 million of you are uh, enemies of the state. We really appreciate that. And that that goes a long way, Eddie, to healing the country right there.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but I, I think, again, this is the whole like kind of uh, fun, ha- you know, fun house of mirrors that we're living in where they pretend that January 6th was this devastating um, assault on the country. No, that was the consequence. And I, I have a theory about this. I think I could probably prove it if I looked closer into it. But January sixth was not the result of, a, of all these, <coughs> excuse me, these Trump supporters who 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 were who were busying themselves and preoccupied with um, ballots that were fraudulent and and uh, people who were submitting you know b- ballots that didn't count and valid ballots and mail in ballots all this stuff. I believe that this was the the climax or the, the the probably the logical consequence of living through a year of Washington Democrats in particular the media. All of them telling people, you know what? Shut up. Stay home. You don't get to say goodbye to your loved ones who might be sick and dying. Um, we're gonna go to the restaurants. We're gonna we're gonna go to to get our hair done without a mask. We we're gonna go to the gym even though we've shut the gyms down. Um, you stay home and shut up. And and by the way, you're putting other people at risk if you so much as step foot outside of your house. Give up your business. Give up everything you hoped and dreamed for and created your life around. Um, and now we're by the way we're gonna set set every single city ablaze um, because this drug addict got ended up dead under the boot of a cop or under the knee of a cop. Um, That's all of that is totally fine. Just shut up and stay home. I think that that was January 6th was the consequence of all these people who finally said, you know what? I've had enough. I've had enough.
1: Yeah, that's right. And it was also littered with FBI agents causing problems, too. But that's another story to dive into. By the way, when you talk about the mandates, uh, Ruth Marcus herself was one of the masked police, uh, disparaged some poor guy in an elevator, and he said, I don't care to her. And it caused her to write a whole nother article and piece about that.
3: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. And, I, and anyone who um, who has been I think we should change um there needs to be a subset of karens where we just call them ruth marcuses um that was that was so uh such a thing that was kind of small but really really showed the um the brazen attitude from liberals and these people, these elitists who think that they can tell you what to do, confront a perfect stranger. That's the whole idea behind my, my latest book, Liberal Misery, um, or at least that's a very big part of it, is these these liberals who run around and, and bark at people with impunity and think that what they have to say is both important and two, you must agree with it. And three, if you don't agree with it, you are a bad person and you, you need to go home and you need to shut yourself inside and never talk to anybody ever again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where can they get Liberal Misery? Is it out now?
3: Um, you can just Google it and, you, and it will show up, um, but the best way to do it is go to Amazon, look up liberal misery, how the hateful left sucks joy out of everything and everyone.
1: Okay, very good. And then the link to your articles on the Federalist, um, everybody check those out too. I got to get you back Eddie. very good stuff. Um, good luck with your battle with Marcus. Um, you don't know anybody <laughs> apology, not even Stega. You're good.
3: Well, this is fun. Thanks so much.
1: All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Eddie Scary. Everybody check it out. We'll put the link on thebuffshow.com. All right. That will do it for this edition of the Matt Buff Show. You stay smart out there. We'll see you next time. Hey, Matt Buff from the Buff Show. I love being in the middle of nowhere with the family. Problem is, I can't get any service out here. I wish there was a better solution. Maybe like a satellite phone or something. Let me head back to the office and check this out. All right, let's check this out, satellitephonestore.com. Oh, look at this, very cool. Do I need a satellite phone? Well, it says satellite phones provide voice, SMS, and data services anywhere on the earth. And you don't have to rely on cell phone networks. Very cool. Satellite phones work everywhere when you're outside. Alright, what's this? Why do I need a satellite terminal? With one of these devices, you can stay in communication without a dedicated satellite phone. Better yet, you can text, call, and depending on the device, use all your favorite smartphone apps too! Hey, what's this bivvy stick? The new Bivy Stick is the smallest and simplest to use iridium global satellite communications and tracking device in the world. Wow, the smallest and most simple satellite communication device weighs just 100 grams, about half the weight of your cell phone. Look at this one to three days delivery. Very cool. Call 941 841 0844. I will do that. 941 841 0844. Visit satellitephonestore.com for special offers. Or you can visit sat1234.com and mention the buff show. 941 841 0844.